Andy, where the heck are the matches? I thought you had them. I got to start the pilot light on this dumpster fire. Well, welcome to the Hillbilly and the Hipster. We are back. My name is Chad McCool. That went a lot faster and smoother in my head. It was a lot funnier in my head, but I'm Chad McCool. And join with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, Andy Crow. Andy, what's shaking down there in the Bluegrass State, in the Commonwealth? In my ignorant state, I re- like I start looking around my desk like we're in the same place. You know, you can teleport those. The day you can teleport those matches to me, you got to let me know. The day I can teleport those matches is the day I teleport myself. Although, um, exciting news coming from our nest. So, you remember when you were here and I was telling you about how the fireplace wasn't connected? Yes, sir. Uh, so, I had a plumber come. We had to replace the toilet. And you would think to yourself, Andy, any normal man could replace his own toilet. That's accurate. Most normal men can. Andy, I cannot. Andy? I am not a normal man when it comes to that, and I can replace a toilet. I, I cannot. I don't know how to do it, and I wasn't about to break it. And uh, my wife was like, you know, Dr. Wife was like, just find somebody. So we have a we have a plumber at our church. So I give him a call, and I'm like, hey, I need to replace a toilet. And I could hear the judgment. Like He didn't say anything, but I know those wheels were turning, because if I was him, there would be some judgment. And so then he was like, he gets there and they're replacing the toilet. And he's like, is there anything else? And I was like, well, we got this fireplace. And our realtor said that it's never been hooked up. And they're like, well, your damper is open. So like cold air is no wonder it's so flipping cold in our living room. Because the heat is just like throwing up the chimney. I I just learned that I left mine open all summer. (laughs) So now I know I've been burning air conditioning. (laughs) So, uh. He gets down there and he was like, hey, uh, your fireplace is hooked up. I said, man, that was quick. How'd you do it? And he goes, I turned it on. He goes, your pilot light has been on this whole time. Have you never seen it? Uh, <laughs> and it was at that point I knew I had to find a new church. Well, I'll tell you this. You know how I realized that my damper was open all summer? Because we had a we had a cold spell last week, right? It snowed. And I... I put some logs in the fireplace and I thought I couldn't remember what direction it goes. And it's been a while. I thought I opened it and all of a sudden my living room is filling with smoke. And I was like, Oh dang, it's been open all summer. That's awesome. <laughs> so yes, this is uh two guys who should not fix anything in your home. <laughs> no, nope, you need something fixed. Here's a hint. Don't call us, but I can replace the toilet. But uh, Halloween just happened, or That's right. uh, you know, Reformation Day, or well, Happy let, Fall let, Festival. Let's and... talk about the elephant in the room. Um, we you haven't been fat again. <laughs> we no. haven't been working, you know. And I will say the response is that we, we we're off a little bit on our schedule and all these schedules. It's been a couple of weeks, and you know, and and I I was pretty busy with church stuff. I had a bunch of funerals to do in a week, and then I um, was flitting around San Diego. For a weekend, but you, I mean, you've been trick-or-treating, you're just obsessed with youth football. First of all, sir, I didn't I didn't go trick-or-treating. I, I patrolled a downtown event. Um, and then I went and knocked on doors for Halloween to make sure that my community was safe. Uh, but my kids went trick-or-treating. We did have a trunk or treat at church, and now I have been offered a hundred dollars 
50 from the worship pastor and 50 from the senior pastor. If I will show up one random Sunday in my macho man, Randy Savage and costume, they don't know you. And, and Dr. Wife is like, you know, when, when Jackson said it, cause the, the worship pastor is the first one that was like 50 bucks. If you wear that on Sunday. And I was like, man, I'm not going to be here for the next month because of youth football and vacation. But uh, I'm thinking December, January, I could probably do it. And he's like, oh, it's an open invitation. And Dr. Wife looks at him and she was like, why? Of all the people to say that to, why him? Because they don't know you'll do it for free. Yeah. and <laughs> You'll then, just do it on a whim. And then Connor last night was like, oh, I'll double it. And I was like, January, first Sunday of the year is going to be lit. Because I've got some speaking engagements, I think, lined up after after Turkey Day. But... um then Dr. Wife was like, you can't take the preacher's money. Then my response to that was, I bet I can. <laughs> I bet I can. You're like, that preacher taking my money. Hey, they don't have a problem with me putting in the offering, please. What are we doing here? No, but uh, yeah, so Halloween, and then we played four football games last week. Uh, we have three this coming weekend. Um, then we're supposed to have three or four more the following weekend, but it's my sister's wedding and our vacation and mine and my wife's birthday. So Turner might get one that weekend. And then we got to go to this wedding. Uh, then, then Dr. Wife, myself and the boys are on the road. We're going to take our show down to, uh, Fort Walton beach and spend Thanksgiving at the ocean. So I, uh, one of our episodes would be. You know, hopefully you'll be able to hear the waves crashing in the background. Well, on Thanksgiving, I will be in Grand Lake, Colorado. So I'm going away for Thanksgiving weekend, too. What's uh, what's up there? Absolutely nothing. Because it's a, a beautiful thing. It's a summer town. It's a summer mountain town. So, I mean, there's still stuff that's open. And it's, you know, it's it's a little bit of ways from like Winter Park, one of the ski resorts. But uh, there's Hot Springs, Colorado, which is really just the functioning hot spring. Um, the whole town smells like sulfur, but it's amazing. They have this magnesium pool. You can... Oh, yeah, that's the place you're supposed to take me when I come out there. Yes, we will do a live broadcast from a magnesium pool where everything will be in slow motion. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we can have a uh, – <laughs> we'll be on, on opposite ends. I'll be in the mountains. You'll be at the ocean. But, uh, yeah, to Appalachian, um, I don't know your real name, so we'll just continue to refer to you as your X handle. Um I understand that we've we've taken some time and maybe we've Joe Biden that the, just got the, lost. The gifts are, are hilarious. Hey, like, hey, speak for coming. yourself. If anyone's Joe Biden, this it's you, sir. Do not <laughs> do not put that. Do not use my name with that coming out of your mouth. You vote for the wrong person one time and you never hear the. I other. didn't. Those are your words, not mine. But uh, yeah, keep them. Keep the gifts and memes coming because that's that's pretty stinking hilarious. And it's not like Twitter is the only place where you get that. I'll go to work. And St. Gagano himself is like, hey, uh, y'all just being lazy? But he reposts them on Twitter. <laughs> He's like, I'm working a job just as you, and I'm at the forge, and I'm making knives, and you can't record this podcast. <laughs> to my credit, there were a couple times that we were going to, and one or both of us fell asleep before we called the other one. Um, I think that was two for you, one for me. 
still, we have both fallen asleep <laughs> instead of calling. Because I'm pretty sure that's what happened last night. Uh, last night you told me you were going to, and I just – I didn't know if you were coming back or not, so I just – I thought maybe you were still traveling from football. No, we, we got home last night about five. Okay. A little before five, and then I went to choir practice. I sound horrible right now. I'm so congested it's not even funny. Yeah, I am too. Um, so me singing last night was – like to apologize to the altos of our choir because I was belting out wrong notes all time. Um, so, yeah, and then I got home and started to watch a little bit of football, and then I went to sleep. Well, I was, you know, speaking of Keith, I, I was thinking about uh, St. Gargano Armory a little bit the last couple of days, and I, I was thinking about that picture he sent us in that group chat we have um, of the knife that he's making. And uh it looks looks sweet. And I and it dawned on me like I may not have consciously been aware of this, but I think that if you know if you probably spend any time around me or my house, you'll know it's true. Like I love knives and I have a god awful amount of knives. And like I carry this knife now all the time that I've wanted forever. This it's a Oppenel, it's a French pocket knife that my wife bought me. It's there, I've just I want that's what it looks like. I'll post a picture in the show notes. It's just got this wooden handle and mine's got trout wood burned in it. But we went to, I was in Cabela's Saturday afternoon and I realized that anytime I go to Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop or something like that, um, I meander around and I always end up in the knife section looking for one specific knife that I had stolen from me, a, a case sod buster. But I just look at knives and I want knives all the time. And I thought, you, do you have a car knife? I, I I don't. You don't have a car. Well, you, in your case, a truck knife. You don't carry a truck knife. You don't no. have a knife. So no, under- my, Ashley does. I have a pocket knife, but I don't carry it very often because I don't think Ashley likes it. You're not helping your cause of not being able to change your toilet. Nope. So then I just carry the gun, and she doesn't much care for that either. <laughs> well, I carry both. And I have a car knife. I have this vehicle knife, which is a, I, I, I think it's about, it's like a, a, a seven, seven inch blade. It's a fixed blade buck knife um, out of the sixties. The that some old boy from church, a church I was on staff at a long time ago, gave me as a, a going away gift. And it's always, it's been tucked underneath the seat in my vehicle concealed. And it replaced the former concealed blade that I had which was a meat cleaver. I used to have a meat cleaver stashed in my vehicle for years. And that meat cleaver was uh, a friend of mine, Don. He found it in the street one night. I think somebody chucked it out their window and he was driving and he picked it up from the street and he carried it under his car. And when he moved from Colorado to Michigan, he wrapped it up for me as a gift, like with wrapping paper and a bow and everything. And then I gifted that to my, um, it's my stepmom's niece. I was interchangeably. She's either my niece or my cousin. It depends on what what day of the week it is because she's not related to me, but that's what her title is. I can't remember if she's my cousin or my niece, but she's not related to me by blood. She's my she's my stepmom's niece. So Charity- I was about to ask you if you were like, your family from Kentucky too? Like, they, they, they are from Arkansas, so <laughs> different mountain range, but- um, 
but I gave it to place. her. She was infatuated with that meat cleaver, and I gave it to her one day right before she got married. So I have no idea what that meat cleaver is, but it's been replaced by a buck knife. So Andy, I think, aren't you? Didn't you make a knife? Didn't you start to make a knife for yeah, yourself I mean, with Keith? Yeah, that's that when should, I learned that the forge was hot. That should be your truck knife. It's, it's sitting up on my shelf right now behind me. Should be your truck knife. Right in front of my Funko Pops. Again, you're not helping your cause. <laughs> and and soon to be my Bucky the Beaver bobblehead. Oh, it's the dumpster fire in action. Hey, well, welcome Andy, to it. Why don't you tell the fine folks in Hillbilly and the Hipster Nation where they can go get themselves a vehicle knife. Look, you want a vehicle knife or any other kind of knife? Maybe a sword. Who knows? We got you covered. San Gargano Armory is the premier destination for handcrafted blacksmith merchandise. They use traditional techniques to create unique and stunning pieces, such as... Uh, mess that one up. Each one embedded with the spirit of San Gargano himself. There's a little rust here. There's a little rust. Now, each item is a work of art and is crafted with care. St. Gagato Armory believes in quality and authenticity. That's why they use only the finest materials and take pride in their commitment to traditional craftsmanship. Their products are not only beautiful, but functional. Anything you might need, St. Gagano probably has you covered. And now, as we learned in our last episode, they have blacksmith apparel. And I'm excited. And as soon as they get enough material to make one Andy-sized, Andy's going to have some blacksmith apparel. Right. Not only are they about blacksmith merchandise and blacksmith apparel, but they're also about giving back to the community. Uh, so a portion of every sale goes back into the community to help out um, either some some nonprofit or an organization that uh, is positively affecting the community. So uh, you can check them out on their website or at any of their social media platforms. Their website is stgalganoarmory.etsy.com. Uh, and their handle on social media is at St. Galgano. So go check them out. See what all the good stuff is that they got. Well, that's the handle on X. Now that I've been on Instagram, I realized it's not the same handle on Instagram. They're saying han their, their handle on Instagram is at St. Underscore Galgano underscore Armory. So if you check them out on Instagram at St. Underscore Galgano underscore Armory, you can see some of those pictures. Um of, well, what, of the dork wrote, what dork wrote this copy? I did. Months ago. Dumpster fire. We love you, Keith. But yeah, check him out at stgalganoarmory.etsy.com, um, at stgalgano on Twitter, and at saint underscore galgano underscore armory on the Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, um, you could... Not that there's anything on there, but you could connect with us on Instagram at Hill Hipster Pod. Our handles are the same, both on X and Instagram at Hill Hipster Pod. Oh, we'll eventually have some stuff out there. I got to get the, the login credentials. I think I posted something about Die Hard, so there was something out there. Oh, God love Die Hard. It's almost that time. No, nope. because May. it is that time of no. year. No, no, no. It's the time of year for your nonsense. With Mariah Carey and whatever Brother, other, other trash Christmas songs you listen to. That when Dr. Wife started to get ready for work November 1st, 
like she was brushing her teeth and as she came out of the bathroom from brushing her teeth on the the Alexa it loudly and proudly started playing All I Want for Christmas is Youth from Mariah Carey and the only music I've listened to at work since November 1st is Christmas music the only reason we don't have Christmas decorations up in our house right now is, is because, because your wife has home. because your wife is sane and has some sensibility no she's already said we put them up too if we were home more Oh gosh, I thought I knew you. Dude, I think next year, October 1st, I'm putting everything up. So it's been a year. Have you still listened to a Frank Sinatra Christmas song? This was the thing last year. You had no idea who Frank Sinatra was. It's been a year. Still, still haven't listened. You flat out refuse. I do. At this point, it's like me watching Harry Potter or the Star Wars trilogies. Um, I it's I'm just not doing it out of principle. Mariah Carey can squawk and squeal Christmas songs all she wants. It is not Christmas until Hans Gruber goes splat in the front of Nakatomi Plaza. Well, then turn your DVD player on and watch it, son. I uh, maybe. It's, it's Christmas. Not, it's not time yet. I will watch it after Thanksgiving because I love America. And, 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 and that's, Jesus. That's the problem. That's the if you talk to certain people, that is the problem. I am the problem. <laughs> so, Andy, let's speak of a let's speak about a problem. Um, I know that you're a little more on the uh, on the socials than I am, but I apparently when I do go on, I I see something from a different camp. And so, um, one, Doctor John Piper, who seems wait to- wait before before you do that, sorry. Um, congratulations on your World Series victory, by the way. That's right. I've been a Rangers fan. I've been a full-time Rangers fan since June 1st. You've waited so long for this moment. I've waited like 40 years almost. 30, and, it only, 30 and, it only, and it only took you renouncing a fandom and creating a fake one for you well, to win. They, so no, in, 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 in all truthfulness, they were my they were my girlfriend team. They were my backup team. Like I, I pulled for, I pulled for the Rangers, not as my main team, but I pulled up for the Rangers for a few years now. But I just wasn't all in. Well, I'm glad you're there. Anyway, so it's, it's but, not a fake fandom. And to speak about the Rangers, three Golden Gloves to none for your Atlanta Braves. Does that shock you? No. <laughs> but the one sports story I said I read shocked. They were shocked about it, and I was like. No, they're going to pull the Silver Sluggers, but they're not winning any Golden Gloves. I, I was shocked that Ozzy wasn't wasn't nominated, and I was shocked that Austin didn't win it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get upset about it. Now, what I am going to get upset about, and this is about two months, when we haven't made any big free agent signings, and we still don't have a left fielder or pitching, then I'm going to be upset. I stopped writing letters to the Braves in the offseason 10, 10, 15 years ago. When you were still a grown man? Well, I was still a grown man. I think up until I left Iowa, I wrote them from the time I was like six to, yeah, 2000. When did we leave Iowa? I stopped writing teams when I was 13. 2010. I don't know how old I was in 2010, but in 2010, I stopped. That's, that was the last year I wrote. Well, that was 13 years ago. So what were you, 26? I'll be 39 this year. So, Yeah, you were 26. Yeah, 26. You were a grown so, yeah. man. 
I would write, and they would all start off the same, dear Mr. Sureholtz. Great season. This is what I think you should do, and this is what I think you should do and prioritize, or how you should prioritize the offseason. And then I would proceed to, you know, an eight-point presentation. So the the message is if you get a if you get a letter from one Andy Crow, there's going to be an invisible button there. Like, hey, I, I I'm I really appreciate you, but you suck. Yeah. You could just stop sucking, it would be great. I realize anyway, back with, to Mr. Piper. With the sun behind me, I got the Shekinah glory going on. <laughs> Yeah, so John Piper a few weeks ago tweeted. I don't know what the I don't have the tweet in front of me because we are a professional radio program and we're just going by the seat of our pants. Um, but it was basically, in essence, uh, should we be slurping coffee in the sanctuary? Is that truly being reverent to God? And of course, in wonderful Twitter fashion, it just exploded. But the beautiful thing about Piper is he never responds. <laughs> He just goes on to the next tweet, which yeah, I'm Piper, sure just infuriates, infuriates most of the trolls. But but it yeah. really got me thinking. I mean, there was a time. I mean, I think you're old enough and, and definitely from a region of the country where that never would have happened when you were a kid. Um, you know, somebody bringing in a, uh, a, a Yeti tumbler. Slurping on the uh, their mocha latte, their Dunkachino. Their Dunkachino. So I will tell you this, and I started attending church regularly. Ninety five, late ninety five, like winter of ninety five. Um. Now the reason I started attending church, not the not the point, but I attended, and I distinctly remember there's a lady, um, and if anybody from this area that has known me for any amount of time, you probably know Miss Clary. And I distinctly, in, in the sanctuary of my home church, where me and my my wife were married, um, you walk in and there's this little foyer and you can go straight to like the side pews or you can turn and make a 90 degree turn to the right and go to the main, you know, the main pews. And somebody came in with like a to-go coffee cup. Like one one from home, like granted, a, it's ninety six, ninety seven. So, so it's like a plastic mug. Not like they got coffee at McDonald's or. No, they brought okay. it from home, and I remember Miss Clarine walking over to them, going, "Hi, it's so good to see you. Thank you for being here. You can't have that. We don't allow food or drinks in the sanctuary." And uh, you know, and, then, and the there guy, are churches and, and that the, don't. Yeah, and there was a guy that was dumbfounded. Like this is the mid to late nineties. And then on top of that, there was um, uh, like then all of a sudden, mom pulled out you know Fruit Loops for like a six year old, which that's a whole other conversation. And she was like, mm, "Can't have those either, thank you." And these were visitors. Yeah, and, and like I, that stuck with me. So I never took a drink to church. Sure. Until uh, maybe Terre Haute. Terre Haute may have been the first time I took a drink to church. At first or at Agape? At first. And I mean, I always had one at Agape. Yeah. But at first, I believe that was the first time I took one. 
Sorry, when I say at first, I mean first Southern. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm thinking knowing your two pastors at first, I'm thinking your first pastor at first, friend of the show, Bryce, wouldn't have cared. And I don't no. mean this in a bad way, but I, I, I think Jonathan may have cared. Or did he if not he care? did, he sure didn't tell me he about it. He didn't care. Well, I'm thinking out of, any, out of those two guys, Jonathan would have cared. Yeah, probably. Um, and then in Agape, like I just always had it. And then when I would preach, I would – it was always something like, you know, this thermos or whatever that I have or a to-go coffee cup or whatnot. I would take that into the pulpit with me. Well, now, those, those big bubbas you get at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, none of them ever have coffee in it because I think we all know my disdain for coffee. Um, I put water in those so I look like I'm drinking coffee. Once again, I love America and Jesus. That's why I drink coffee. And again, we have a mutual friend that thinks you're the problem. You poke. I thought I'm the bear poker on this on this podcast. Uh, you probably are, but I'll I'll poke it from time to time when I know I'm right. So, what do you think about that? I, I and I thought about this. Like I, you know, we our church administrators kind of put out that you can't have food or drink in the sanctuary, right? We got new chairs. Um, little about a year ago that were donated. And so basically, unless you have a, you know, a quote unquote spill proof container, you know, one of those hard containers that the damage is going to be minimal. Cause I don't think any of them, I mean, my Yeti, the Yeti that I have is spill proof. If I lock the top, um, it dribbles, like if it was to knock down, it wouldn't be like a huge pull. So none of them are technically spill proof. But I got to thinking about this, and, and I've been in a few churches over the last few months that I visited, and I used to be on staff at a church that had something similar. But you go to these churches, and they have full-blown, like, le- legit coffee shops in the lobby. And and it's like, you go to this church, and you don't hear about Jesus. It's not like, hey, you know, we, we love Jesus, and, and Jesus is center here. It's like, hey, have you tried our drink of the month? You know, it's fall. Oh, We've got pumpkin spice latte. Right. And they all have names like like Common Grounds or, you know, something like that. Right. And it's, yeah, the first thing you hear about is the coffee. Like you walk in the sanctuary and they got billboards, you know, uh, PowerPoint slides going on about the coffee and the the sales and all this other stuff. And so I I don't necessarily think or or that it's wrong to drink a coffee in the sanctuary during worship. I I think that it's a case by case basis and it becomes idolatry. If that's the center of your morning in worship is like, Oh, the pumpkin spice Dunkachino I got at, you know, (laughs) at Judas's coffee shop in the lobby (laughs) is, is, is great. It's the only reason I come here. That's a problem. Um, and you know, and if you are disruptive, I, I've pastored a church where I had a coffee drinker who was a disruptive coffee drinker because they would slurp and go, ah, after they would take their slurp. And they always said, I'm thinking of, uh, I cannot say (laughs) that's an, that's a behind the paywall comment. Have I, have I been to this church? Uh, no, sir. Oh, because there was one at that church too. 
uh, yes, there was that person, that person at that church also, um, was always told he was looking at the Bible on his phone and I'd hear all the Facebook messenger pings and he'd start laughing. I'm like, we're in lamentations. There's no laughing. Yeah. No. Um, so when it comes to that stuff, so you want to bring coffee from home, uh, be respectful, right? Don't bring it. Don't spill it. Um, and I understand that like small children, two, three, you might have a, a bag of Cheerios to keep them occupied. And when I, when I say bag, I mean like a zip a Ziploc bag. I'm okay with that. Now, little Jimmy's seven years old, and he's over there knocking out guppy bears and 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 Fruit Loops. Now, I got an issue with that. Cup of noodles. Did you say cup of noodles? Cup of noodles. You know, they're, they're ramen. <laughs> Um, I, there was a lady at a church that I was a pastor at who would bring her breakfast. Yeah. One at each church, too. Like, different women. But, like, she'd come with a bowl and she'd go into the kitchen and get hot water out of the coffee pot and make a bowl of oatmeal and would come sit through the the worship service and eat her bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, so I, I think that there's a line to be drawn there. Like, you want to bring your oatmeal and you're eating it before service, like in the fellowship hall or something like that. I don't have a problem with that, but that... I, I even have a problem with that. Eat it at home. Yeah, but I get it. If you were running late or whatever, I, I can give you some grace, but not in the oh, one, not Once or service. twice, absolutely, but every week is a bit much. Well, I have a gentleman... Who every time he comes to church every morning when I'm here early, he comes early on Sundays to use yep. the to use the restroom. I got that's a whole other episode, and that may be a behind the wall episode. But my God, what are we doing? So, so sh- long answer short, do I think it's okay to bring drinks into the sanctuary? It depends. Yeah, I think it depends. I, I so you show up like any church I go to when I visit, I'm bringing my my water with me. Um, and it's more like a security blanket. I mean, I struggle with having water in the pulpit, with having a bottle of water in the pulpit when I preach, and the times when I know I have to do one, and my voice has not been kind to me the last month, I hide it. But I really I'm always reluctant to even take a sip of it in front because I think back to like old guys from the past. I'm like, did Spurgeon have a water bottle in the pulpit with him? I don't think so. And he just smoked three cigars before he went in the pulpit. I I will go on record and say Spurgeon is probably a better person than both me and you put together. Hey, he didn't vote for Joe Biden. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dumpster Fire. Oh, Lord. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, you know, I couldn't tie Spurgeon's shoelaces. No, no. And, you know, sure, he may not have needed the cup of water, but. I don't know. He smoked an awful lot of cigars. I smoke one like every four months and then I'm like dehydrated for a week. I smoke one with you every so often and I get so dizzy I can't see straight. (laughs) That's because the last one we got was probably a little too strong for you. You think? Oh, man. But, you know, if, if that is the one divisive thing that we have, I think we're okay. 
Yeah. And I, I definitely do think it depends. Like if you're not, if it's not an idol for you and your worship time, if you're not, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, obstructive with slurping or any other kind of comments about your coffee. And, and I would say this, I, I have a bigger problem with the churches that have coffee shops that herald them as your main point to go there. Like maybe tone it down a little bit. Yeah. I like, think if you're having to pay for that coffee, you're wrong. Yeah. I think churches should have coffee, but if you have, you know, you're, you're making lattes and you've got baristas on staff for the morning service. And that's what you're touting before you're touting Jesus. That could be a problem for your church. You know, if you're going to have a coffee shop, it needs to just be free coffee. And I'll say this. I remember there's a King of the Hill episode when they leave their little church, their little Methodist church, and they go to the mega church as a coffee shop and their pastor walks in because clergy in the, in the area got free coffee. And your pastor would come and get coffee on their way to church. So I always think of that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's a church I know that has a, a, a an adjacent coffee shop. It's not inside where the sanctuary is. And it work, it's a great community builder opportunity. And every time I'm in that area, I stop at that coffee shop. But um, if I had one in my neighborhood, I'd probably stop there on a Sunday morning. Absolutely. But Andy, I know you got a hard finish because you got to go serve the people. And I don't have a real job. Uh, so i just want to say this i think on behalf of andy i think i could say this for andy and i that we do appreciate all of you and 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 you know i, I know that we've been off a little bit on this schedule but man those uh those gifts crack me up <laughs> they really do they uh and i don't i don't check the the twitter as often as i probably should so i'll get a text from from chad or i'll get keith like hey you see what was posted today and i'm like give me give me a minute i'll hit my phone and he'll go sit down and then you'll just hear me cackle um no i i appreciate you guys listening to our our dumpster fire and and really just the conversations that go through our head um because you know a lot of people will do podcasts and i know we've said this before but a lot of people do podcasts and there's podcast them and then there's real them um, you, you don't get a fake version of us. If you were to meet us on the street, this is who we are. No, I, Chad's, I a, Chad's a grumpy old man and I'm just an idiot. I remember about six months before we started this, we had a conversation and you might've had me on speakerphone and your wife, Dr. Wife was like, I, I'm, I think she said something to the extent of, is this what your conversations are like? Oh, she did it while I was on speakerphone. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be the podcast. Yeah, because every so often she'd walk downstairs while we were talking. Like, well, I thought she'd be in bed. She'd hear part of it, and then I'd go upstairs, you know, an hour or so later. And the next morning she'd be like, What do y'all talk about? And I was like, I couldn't tell you. Squirrels, faraposet, drugs, there, guns, <laughs> pocket sand. Like, there's so, knives. There's, I mean, the things that go through our head are ridiculous. Uh, and we're just glad that you're here to share them with us. Um, you know, and granted, work life has, has been crazy the last few weeks. And uh, parent, you know, being a parent of a, a kid who is an avid sports lover uh, has gotten in the way of this a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're still here. We're still kicking. Um, I got I got a whole other football weekend ahead of me. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll get a couple more episodes cranked out this week that get them posted on a regular schedule 
We'll be back. But no, we, we're getting back to work. That's right. It's time to get back to work. It's almost well, it is the Christmas season. So uh, Advent's coming up soon. Um, so, you know, we'll probably have some stuff to say about that. Um, every fat man's favorite holiday is coming up this month. Of, Praise uh, Jesus. Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. When I wasn't a fat man, it was my favorite holiday. It's always been mine just for the family get togethers. Um, but I have a whole new love for smoked turkey now than I did before. So it's a good time. Well, you can reach out to us. Uh, you can email us hillhipsterpod at gmail.com. We are on um, X and Instagram at hillhipsterpod. Don't forget to check out, get yourself a fine, fine hand forged vehicle knife at St. Galgano Armory. And they're Ooh, speaking of speaking of St. Galgano Armory. Um, I got to find it again, but I will post the picture on Instagram of my Halloween costume. Oh, I could do that. Because uh, I dressed up as a bearded Keith Tenzing Jr. Uh, you sent me that. I can do that. Did I? I okay. I so that'll, that'll be I a saw that. for that. So yeah, reach out to, or check out the, the fine hand-forged merchandise at stgalganoarmory.etsy.com. It's merchandise and apparel. Go get yourself a vehicle knife. Again, we're uh, reach out to us at Hill Hipster Pod, um, both on X and Instagram, hillhipsterpod at gmail.com if you want to email us. I do have a question for you for next episode. So maybe we're gonna have a we're gonna have a whole new episode of Ask Andy. Ooh, I love those. Those are my favorite. All right. So I will uh, I'm gonna take the last word because I'm gonna be the bear poker this time. And so just in the state of the world get baptized, read your Bible, love Jesus, love your wife, lead your family, because if not a Christian nation, whose nation is it going to be? Mic drop. Where's the record button to stop it?